Fellas, you're listening to the Gird Up Podcast. I am Charlie Ungemakin. Man, am I blessed. Man, am I blessed. Um, I've been able to build this podcast from pretty much nothing, uh, just based on sharing my journey with you guys. And I can't thank you enough for listening. I hope that the content we're sharing is helping you to grow as a man of God, as a man of, of Christian maturity as we move forward here. Ah, oh, what a great day to be alive, huh? As we get into the podcast today, make sure that you are following us on social media. I'm most active on Instagram, although I also have Facebook. I look us up, gird up. Make sure, make sure you spell it the right way. You already know how to spell it if you found us on, on your podcast platform. So make sure you spell it the right way. You'll be just fine. You'll find us with that big blue and white logo. Make sure you're following us. If you want to be a part of a community, you can be a part of the Gird Up community on Facebook. Uh, we're working on making that thing better. <laughs> I'll admit it's not a whole lot right now. But if you get in there, now we'll have one more person involved, one more reason to uh, be sharing our faith with each other. So go ahead and get involved with the Gird Up community over there. If you choose to support the podcast financially, I will be forever in your debt. Not literally, because I'm not going to pay you back. But I will thank you profusely, and I'll send you some goodies as well. You can do that two different ways. You can uh, sponsor episodes of the podcast by sending me an email or a social media direct message or something, and just tell me what you want and what you want to advertise and how often you want to advertise and what you want to pay for it. Or you can go on Patreon and you can donate on Patreon, um, and they'll walk you through all the different uh, steps there. You can find all that information at the end of the podcast, all my contact information at the end of the podcast as well. Finally, <laughs> before we get into this, I just want to say thank you. Um, actually, there's two things left. I want to say thank you for listening. Make sure you're sharing this podcast with people that you know and that you love. And thank you for providing me with the opportunities to continue to grow as a Christian man. I pray that you continue to share your journey with me as I share my journey with you. Now, we have two more things left to go here. We have a note that I'm going to read real quick, and then we're going to hear from a word from our sponsor. But first, I want to talk to you about a young lady named Laura Colander. Laura Colander is currently a teacher in the Milwaukee area. She has been feeling a call on her heart to experience the world through missions since she was in high school. This past fall, she took the leap of faith and pursued a mission called The World Race. Now, The World Race is an 11-month journey to 11 countries to serve and live in community with people from other cultures and build long-lasting, fundamental, foundational relationships with them. Along with teaching, she is currently raising $20,000 for this upcoming year that will cover food, travel, and expenses in the field. She currently has raised $6,000 and she needs to meet another deadline of $10,000 by July. If you feel called to donate and partner with her in this mission, you can do that on her blog at www.lauracolander.theworldrace.org The donation is tax deductible and any bit helps $50, $75, $100 or there is an option for monthly giving as well. Thank you for hearing her story. If you'd like to talk to her more personally about missions, she would love to connect with you on her phone or in person. Thanks for the consideration. Love you guys. And when you're going to get into the podcast just after a word from our sponsor. Here we go. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a Ken and father of five sons. 
Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. All right, folks, welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. You are listening to Charlie Ungemach. And I am the founder and curator of this thing. First of all, pardon any extra noise you might hear today. Um, I am outside on a front porch recording this um, because it is just too stinking nice outside not to be out and enjoying the weather. After a long Wisconsin winter, it is finally 80 degrees today. And I'm I'm wearing my, uh, my fishing shirt, <laughs> my shorts, and my Birkenstocks. And I'm sitting out on the front porch enjoying the weather, uh, batting the sun out of my eyes and, and drinking drinking a uh, a Tom Collins on the front deck, man. This is beautiful and gorgeous and awesome, and I thank God for it. Um, that being said, uh, as we get into the podcast here, I, I want to talk about something morbid. I want to talk about something that most people avoid and don't want to talk about or refuse to talk about, but it's something we ought to talk about because it's a reality of life. Every single day in my classroom, every single day, Sometimes I forget on Wednesdays because we have chapel, but every single day in my classroom, my first and second graders talk about death. They talk about the fact that every man, every woman dies, every human being dies, and we talk about the consequences of sin, we talk about the reward of faith and humility, and we talk about the the redemptive work of our Heavenly Father, the redemptive work of Jesus. And the great things he does in our lives and in our hearts and the great sacrifice he made for us. Every single day we talk about that. And there are some parents who don't get it. There are some parents who don't understand. They don't understand why we talk about this every day. And there are days where the kids lose enthusiasm. They get tired of answering the same questions every day. Mr. Ungmach, we know. We know what happens when we die. And I say, what great comfort is that? How awesome is it? Now, I'm blessed enough to serve in a situation. Yeah, that's right. I'm blessed enough to serve in a situation where almost every student in my classroom has dealt with death. I, I, as a kid, didn't have to deal with death very much until I was a little bit older. Uh, my grandparents died. My great-great-grand—no, <laughs> sorry. My great-grandparents, several of them died when I was very young. Um, and then one or two of them died when I was a little bit older and I could understand, but they were so far gone that I really didn't have a relationship with them. Um, it wasn't until I was about 20 or so years old that uh, I really had to experience death and, and just the agony of it. Um, and I didn't experience like watching someone die until I was about 20 years old. And I'm glad for that experience. I'm glad that I got to spend so much time with my grandfather at the very end. I'm glad that uh, I saw him the day he died. Um, I'm glad that I saw him fighting for life. I'm glad that I saw him 
uh, in his last moments of, of coherence, um, speaking of taking care of my grandmother, speaking of his faith. I remember sitting in a, in a hospital room with him about a month before he died when he knew he was going to die. Um, and uh, he said, what did he say? He said, life is too short for hospital food. And he started complaining about the hospital food. And the nurses brought him a hamburger. It was awesome. Um, for a couple of different reasons, not the least of which is very few men could ever convince him <laughs> that particular group of nurses to bring him a burger, but but he did. The man was dying of heart congestive heart failure, <laughs> he convinced the nurses to bring him a hamburger, which is pretty impressive all on its own. But I, I, I got to face death head on for the first time as about a 20-year-old, 19 or 20-year-old, and I've faced it pretty consistently since then because, as I said earlier, I'm blessed to serve in a situation where death is a daily reality. There are bullets flying. Um, there are people wrapped up in things they shouldn't be wrapped up in, and the worst of our society is on display every single day in a community in which I serve. And our, my, my students are not guarded from that. They're not saved from that. Um, they have to face that reality just like the rest of us do, and they, and they do every single day. Um, and that means that almost every single my, one of my students has a f- close family member, I'd say their immediate family, like first-generation family, um, who has been killed. Um, there's a lot of them who it's an uncle or a cousin. Um, there's a lot of them who it's a, it's a, it might be a dad or, or, a, or a brother or sister even. Um, who, if they weren't killed, they were they 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 suffered an untimely demise. Maybe is what we should say. Um, but quite a few of them, like they, I I deal with a lot of homicides um, as a teacher in the neighborhood that I teach in, just because that is the way that they live and the lives that they live. And for the most part, since I'm working with six and seven year olds, they don't really understand right away. Um, but the reality sets in about two weeks afterwards, is what I've learned. And Man, does it hit them hard. The, the finality of death. The reality of death. Um, and, and since most of the time they're dealing with an untimely death, you know, that, that's the two weeks is about when that funeral happens, 10 days, you know. And seeing the grief and seeing the way these kids deal with grief and seeing just the crazy and insane, insanely awesome, by the way, impact that the gospel has on their hearts and minds. And if I can confidently say to them, your brother, your sister, your uncle, whoever it might be, is in heaven with Jesus, man, what a great, great, great experience that is to see what happens when I die, to see what happens after death. That is something that's crazy important, Um, something, frankly, I missed out on by the grace of God until I was a little bit older. I don't know how I would have dealt with it. I was kind of a soft kid, to be honest. Um, but man, what a what a cool opportunity. The other thing that about when my grandparents started to die is, uh, and, and so I had two. I had my grandma and my grandpa on my dad's side, and my great grandpa on my mom's side, all died in a pretty short period of time. They're pretty close together, and then a bunch of family, uh, like family friends, close family friends, um, that uh, like. They're not just friends. They're they're part of their family. You know, they're part of my growing up. Um, they, they died in in pretty rapid succession. They have not stopped, and I think that's normal probably for a twenty six year old. But the reality is, it it provided one of my first opportunities to step up as a man in my family, um, to step up and, and take my turn as the the leader. Right? Um, there were days where my 
my dad, who is an unbelievable leader of our family, um, was just grief stricken, right? And being able to kind of step into the role and say, hey, I'm here and I can do what needs to be done. And other times, you know, when my dad was capable of doing what he needed to do, he just had to deal with other things, right? You step into your role as, for the first time as a young man and say, hey, I'm here and this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to help, which is awesome. It was a great learning experience for me of what it means to be a man. It was awesome. And you don't hear a lot of people talking positively about death, particularly death of a family member. But I really don't see a downside to it besides missing my family. When my grandfather died, that was by far the hardest. Uh, that's the one where I cried the most, right? And uh, I, there's no, I just don't see a downside there besides me missing him. And that's kind of selfish, isn't it? He's in heavenly bliss with my with my heavenly father. He's he's in heavenly bliss with his brother who died in World War II and beloved family members who went before him. He's with his mother and father again. He's he's in a place that's beyond my imagining. And, and I have the comfort of knowing that. It's pretty cool stuff. It's cooler than anything this earth will provide. Anyway, I, I want to talk about death, and, I, and the theme I want to go with today is embracing your, your end, right? Own your end is what I'm going to call this thing. Own your end. And, and so I, I think about death all the time. Um, I probably should think about it more because I fall off the wagon a lot of times with the things that I talk about on a podcast and the things that I want to do, and I don't live out my calling as a man of God the way you'd probably expect a uh, young podcaster to do, and that's, that's my own stinking fault, and I need to get it better. By the grace of God, I will. Um, the Heavenly Father continues to work in my heart and my mind, and I pray that he sanctifies me by the truth because his words are the truth. But I, I think about death all the time. I have I made t-shirts. Some of you guys own these t-shirts um, who, that say, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. On the t-shirt it says, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. And I wear these shirts everywhere I go, particularly to the gym, but I wear them all over town. I wear them all over the place. And people, especially people that are associated with my church, are surprised to see me wearing shirts like this. There's a big skull on the front. It's got a cross on it. Man, talking about death. And a lot of people think it's like some tough guy thing, you know? Like, I will die in the gym. Folks, if I die in the gym, shame on me. <laughs> like, I th- it'd be kind of a cool way to die, actually. Kind of a cool story. Um, if I do... I, I'm pretty sure I saw a meme a while back that said, if I die in a gym, you know, add extra weight and then call the hospital. <laughs> um, if you're ever lifting with me and I die while I'm lifting, add some extra weight before you call the hospital. Anyway, um, like I wear those and, and it's not a tough guy thing. It's not, it has nothing to do with my own, you know, bravado or whatever. I'm, I'm not, it's not what I'm trying to say. And and I appreciate when people ask me questions about it and talk about it. I was at a, it was a new gym I'd never been to before today. Metroflex Wisconsin. Shout out to Metroflex Wisconsin. If you're ever in the area, go check them out. The gym is freaking awesome. Anyway, he asked me about the shirt, and I got a chance to explain what I why I was wearing the shirt, what I meant when I made the shirt. The reality is that I'm going to die. It doesn't matter how hard I work out. It doesn't matter how well I take care of myself. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter if I freeze my brain like Ted Williams did. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And the reality of that needs to be daily in the front of my mind because that guides then how I live my life. I'm going to die. 
But I understand that for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I understand death as a doorway to something better. I understand death as a doorway to heavenly bliss. I understand death as a doorway to Eden. I understand death as the gateway to what I was meant to be. I cannot completely fulfill my purpose as a man of God while I'm on earth because I'm sinful and broken. But I can once I cross over. And so I don't seek to die, but I also don't fear death at all whatsoever. And because of that, I wear t-shirts that have skulls on them that say, for me to live as Christ, that I is gain. And a bunch of you guys do too. And if you own those t-shirts, I want to see you. This is a challenge. I'm shouting you out right now. If you own one of my t-shirts that says, for me to live as Christ, to die is gain, I want you to take a picture of yourself wearing that shirt and I want you to put it online. I want you to tag me in it. I want you to tag the Gerda podcast in it and let people know why you're wearing that shirt. Answer those questions and share that, that message of the gospel. But I've also thought out, um, because because I, I know the truth of my own mortality, I know that I've come from dust and I will return to dust, I've also thought through my, my funeral. And i got to put this down on writing, I suppose, um, and, and probably should write a will too, although the reality is right now, if I died this moment, I'd leave my family with a lot of debt, and that's something I had to take care of here. But um, anyway, when I die... I don't want any like mellow music playing in the background during the visitation. You know, like a lot of times there's like organ playing in the background. They're playing Amazing Grace and a few other things quietly in the background. Man, crank up that organ! I want you to play that thing. Woo! The church I the church I serve at right now has this freaking awesome organ. It's glorious. One of the best organs around. And in a, a place like Milwaukee, there's a lot of pipe organs around, but this thing is glorious. I want you to find some organist who can crank that thing up. And I don't want to hear one sad hymn the entire freaking time you're in there <laughs> preparing to bury me. I want to hear nothing but joy. I want to hear crown him with many crowns. I want to hear every re- every bit of rejoicing. There should be, n- ah, man, I don't want to hear anybody being sad about the day I die because there's nothing sad about my death. My death is a blessing to me <laughs> because I get to go to heaven. And it's a blessing to the kingdom because it, it provides a martyr on a path, right? It provides a leader on a path to heaven. It's someone who has conquered in the fight. So when I die, I want to walk in to praise to the Lord, the Almighty. And I want, I want a brass quintet. I want the organ to be opened up all the way, man. And I want, I want a song of glory to my heavenly king. That's what I want on the way in. <coughs> then during the service, I want somebody to sing in Christ alone. And then I want everybody to sing Amazing Grace. And I don't, I, I don't mean the traditional Amazing Grace like you'll find in a hymnal. I mean, obviously, the same words. But we're going to sing that thing like it's a gospel hymn, the gospel hymn it was meant to be. Maybe, maybe the Saloa Church Choir can sing it. Oh, man, I want to hear some gospel. And then... The last hymn, well, not the last hymn. Then after after the service is over, I want everybody to sing, I know that my Redeemer lives because there is no greater message than that and there is no greater hope than that. And I want everybody who's there to celebrate my life, to, to be reminded one more time of, of the joy that I had. The joy that I had knowing that I was going home to my Heavenly Father. Sing every single verse. And again, that brass quintet better be playing. And then finally, before you walk my casket down the aisle, I want you to stand up. 
I want you to sing God's Word is Our Great Heritage. Now, those of you who are not familiar with the hymn God's Word is Our Great Heritage, it goes something like this. God's Word is our great heritage and shall be ours forever to spread its light from age to age shall be our chief endeavor in life it guides our way in death it is our stay lord grant while worlds endure we keep its teachings pure throughout all generations and you're going to sing that at the top of your stinking lungs in four-part harmony to remind everybody in that building what my purpose was. To bring the love of God to the next generation. To bring peace and forgiveness and redemption to the next generation. To bring the love of the Lord to the people who needed it most. I know that my Redeemer lives and that I, in the end, I will stand upon the earth. With my own eyes I will see him. I, in my own flesh, I and not another, how my heart yearns within me. Do not be afraid of death. Death is but a doorway. Death might be the end of your time on earth, but it's only the beginning. Embrace that. Make sure everyone around you knows that. And I pray that I'll see you one day in heavenly glory. God bless you all. <laughs> this is uh, probably making light <laughs> that I shouldn't make, but the last time I had a conversation like this, <laughs> the uh, interviewee I had died a couple of days later. So if I die in the next couple of days, make sure that those are the, uh, those are the words you're left with here. If I don't, man, understand who you are and who I am and who we all are. Live out your calling as men of God. Number one, to bring glory to your heavenly Father. Number two, to be a companion to the God who made you. Number three, to be fruitful and fill the earth. And number four, to take care of the people he's given you, to be a provider, to protect, to provide, to prosper, and to do the things that God created you to do. I love you guys. Have a great week. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.